Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Make Over Your Mom Life podcast. My name is Rachel Jenks, and today we are going to be talking about insecurity and how it affects your life's lives, but most specifically how it affects your relationships, whether that relationship is in a marriage, a significant other, with your parents, with your children, your coworkers, that insecurity affects those relationships in a very deep way. So we all have insecurities. We have insecurities about how we look. We have insecurities about the work that we do at our jobs. Um, every time I post on social media, I have social, or I have uh, insecurity about whether people are going to like it. Are they going to make negative comments? Does my hair look okay? We all have insecurities in some shape or form in our life. And it's interesting to see how different people manage those insecurities. So for example, a non-relationship example, when you look at somebody up on stage and you might think to yourself as you're watching them on stage, whether they're speaking or playing music, you might think to yourself, like, I could never do that. I would worry about how I looked if I messed up or if people like what I'm saying or doing. And obviously those people up on the stage have been able to manage that insecurity in some shape or form or they wouldn't be up there. But we also have this belief that the people on stage don't have insecurities and that they're 100% confident about what they're doing and saying and that they're not nervous or worried about it. And the truth is, is that they do have insecurities. They're just able to manage it so that they're able to get up on stage. And so when you look around the world and you see people that you think are missing the insecurity gene 100% and that they're just able to go do things and don't ever lack confidence, the truth is, is that they have insecurities. They just are able to, to manage them with their thoughts. And so when it comes to our relationships, um, insecurities show up in a variety of different ways. I work with clients who have had spouses cheat on them. And so now they are very insecure in their relationship in the sense that they worry constantly that their spouse is cheating. And of course, when they worry that their spouse is cheating, they do certain actions. And we're going to talk about that more in just a minute. I also have clients that whose spouses have never cheated on them that they know for sure, but they are worried about it because they are insecure. You may be insecure that your spouse doesn't love you because of certain things that they do. You may be insecure that uh, your children, maybe you worry that they are not being truthful with you, that they are doing things that they're not supposed to. Maybe you have insecurities about your parents. Um, you may have insecurities at work, how good of a job you're doing, whether your boss respects you or not, or whether the people are talking about you behind your back. So there's a lot of ways that this can show up, but the result is generally the same. When you are insecure about things in your relationships, when you have that feeling of insecurity, you do certain things that do not bode well for your relationship. So going back to the example of worrying that your spouse is cheating, think to yourself, if you're either in that situation, or I'm sure even if you're not, you can imagine being in that situation, what kind of things you would do if you are so insecure um, and you're worried that your spouse is cheating on you, right? You're going to ask a lot of questions. You're going to check the, the phone to check the text messages. You might sneak into the email account. You're going to uh, go in and check out the social media accounts to make sure that they're not having inappropriate conversations. You might even look at the content they're posting. Um, you may go as far as following them. You may ask their friends what they're doing. You may reach out to a woman you think he's talking to, or you may hire a private investigator, right? There's a lot of different actions that you take when you are in this belief that your spouse is cheating on you because you are feeling very insecure. Now, I'm sure as I'm saying this, and even if you're in that situation, when you really spell out the different actions you're taking, you can see how those actions are not promoting a healthy relationship. 
They are not promoting trust. They are not promoting respect. They are promoting more and more and more insecurity. Okay. So let's take a different example. Um, maybe you are, um, have some insecurity about whether or not your spouse loves you. Okay. So when you are feeling insecure about the love that your spouse has for you, you can probably imagine the actions that you've taken. And you have probably taken these actions at one time or another, because we all go through periods of insecurity in relationship. So you might ask a lot of questions. You might seem very needy and asking, you know, do you love me? Are you sure you love me? You probably look for ways that show that they love you. Right? So one of the things that my husband will do for me is he will, um, buy a kombucha at the grocery store and put it in the fridge. And as many of you may or may not know, our life is very strange and that my girls and I um, spend the weeks in South or in Minnesota so that my girls can go to gymnastics and we spend the weekends in South Dakota so that my, uh, we can be home with my boys and my family and things. And so he brings these home on the weekends and I have looked for that as a sign of love that if there's no kombucha, I'm like, Oh, he doesn't love me. Even though that's the most ridiculous thing ever, odds are he probably forgot or didn't get the, to the grocery store. But I see that as a sign of love. That's something he does special because he knows that at the end of the evening, when the day is done, I love sitting in front of the TV, um, especially in the winter with a heated blanket and the fire drinking my kombucha while we watch a movie or something, right? So I look at it as a sign of love. And I also look at it as, as a sign of unlove if he doesn't do that. And so um, when we are insecure, we look for ways that our spouse shows us that he loves us. Maybe he used to bring us flowers and he doesn't anymore. So we decide he doesn't love us. Or maybe... He doesn't call us at noon every day like he used to. And we decide that that means he doesn't love us, but that doesn't come from him not doing it. We think that when he stops doing those things, that that's where our insecurity comes from. But the insecurity in all of these situations comes from the way we think about things. Okay. So going back to the silly kombucha example, right? I get to decide how I want to think about that. I can decide that he's mad at me, which I have done before. <laughs> he's mad at me. And that's why he didn't bring home the kombucha. I can decide that he doesn't love me anymore. I can decide that he doesn't um, respect me. I can make it mean a whole bunch of things. I can also make it mean that he forgot that he didn't go to the grocery store, that he didn't have enough cash with him when he was at the grocery store. Um, I can make it mean a whole ton of different things. But the way that I decide what I'm going to make it mean is going to create the feeling that I feel. So if I decide that he doesn't love me anymore and that's why he didn't do it or that he's mad at me or that something's wrong, right? Maybe I can decide that he's buying kombucha for some other woman. I am going to feel insecure. I'm going to feel worried. I'm going to feel all sorts of angst and anxiety over it. Where if I just decide that, well, he forgot, I feel differently. I feel that he's, um, uh, you know, that he's forgetful, right? I feel that I don't have that same anxiety feeling. I have an, another feeling. I might feel angry that he forgot versus feeling insecure. So the important thing to remember in insecurity, when you are feeling insecure, that is coming from your thoughts. Now, I don't want to like make it put, make it, uh, that I'm not thinking it's significant. If your spouse is cheating on you and you make it mean that he will cheat forever and you worry about it constantly and you, you know, uh, message him all the time and check his phone and all those things. I don't want to make you think that, well, if I just think he didn't cheat on me, that he's not going to, that's not going to change what he does. But what I do want you to do is look at the way that your thinking is creating how you feel and it's making you feel like crap. Okay. Remember, we can't ever change or decide what somebody else is going to do. I can't make my husband buy me kombuchas. I could probably text him all day long every day and maybe he won't ever do it. I can't make him do it, but I can change how I feel about it. 
And so I can decide that when he doesn't bring the kombucha home, that it doesn't really bug me that much because he probably just forgot and it's not a big deal. Or I can decide to make a big, huge deal out of it and ask him about it and start a fight and all the things, right? But none of that is changing the actual result or the actual thing that happens. So if you are insecure in your relationship because of prior cheating or prior fighting or prior abuse, and you want to get over that feeling of insecurity, that doesn't come from what your husband is doing. Okay. It comes from how you are thinking about it. So again, you can't change what they're doing, but you can change how you feel about it. And so I work with my clients when there has been prior cheating and they have a lot of insecurity and they worry about it and they want to check the phone on not checking his phone, not questioning him, not, um, you know, asking him where he's been or following him because those actions are only exacerbating this insecure feeling that you have. And so we work on creating feelings of security in your own life, in your own thing, your things that you're doing. And so what I do with my clients is I tell them, I'm like, we, instead of creating two people that are needy and um, on each other and have to have each other to feel good or feel bad and that everything he does affects you and everything you do affects him, we're creating two complete individuals that are in a relationship together. So if you are a complete individual and you create your own security and your own joy and your own happiness, you're not relying on him to create those things for you. You're relying on yourself. And once you create those things in yourself, you are more confident, you are more secure, you have your own joy and love. And so what he does doesn't affect you so much. And once you start to create your own happiness, that is going to rub off on him. And so maybe if the reason he cheated is because of patterns in your relationship and neediness or whatever those reasons are, those things may change for him. You can't make them change, but he is influenced by the way that you act. And so I invite you to create your own security with your own thoughts. So again, whether you're insecure about whether he loves you or not, uh, maybe you're insecure about cheating, uh, maybe you're insecure about respect, you have the control of changing that in your marriage. The control lies in you. So I invite you to focus on what you're thinking so that you can create that own feeling of security in your, your relationships, whether it's work, whether it's, um, it's your, with your kids. I just had a recent experience with a project I was working on and I worried constantly that I wasn't doing a good job and that they didn't like the, the work I was doing and that they were unhappy. And I worried, worried, worried. And I worried myself into such a situation that I didn't want to be a part of the project anymore. And I did it myself. Nobody told me they were unhappy. Nobody told me they wanted me off the project, but I had worried myself into such a lather. And so I got coached on it. I got some help and I was able to realize that I was creating my own pain. I was creating the pain in myself. And once I was able to resolve that, I was able to manage the project and complete it. But I was creating my own pain. Okay. You don't make other people do things with your thoughts and feelings. They don't make you do things with your thoughts and feelings. It's all about you. It gets to be about you. It gets to be about the, the feelings um, that you want to create. So if you want to create more security in your relationships, um, specifically in your marriage is what I work on with women and couples most. I invite you to book a call with me and we can talk about how coaching can help you create security in your relationships, in your marriage, so that you can feel good again. So you don't have to spend the rest of your life worrying about what the other person is out doing or who they're talking to, or whether your job is happy with your work or whether your kids are respecting you. You can decide that you want to feel secure, even without knowing what the other people are doing or affecting what they're doing. You get to make that decision. And if you want help with that, I got you. All you got to do is go to the show notes 
um, and uh, in this podcast, or you can go over to racheljakes.com forward slash podcast, and you will find a way to sign up for a call so that we can talk. Also, if you want help with your marriage in general, you can grab the make over your marriage plan so that uh, you can um, get some help with that and get started on fixing those patterns that are creating your toxic marriage. So that's all I got for you. You have a fabulous rest of your day and we will talk next week. Bye-bye.